God, we stand tonight amazed at your power, amazed at your strength, amazed at your glory. So tonight we offer this song to you just to let you know how we really feel about you. Come on, Ashley, help me sing this song tonight. It's so amazing Your love for me
nothing left for me to say. People wandering around Trying to Find their purpose in life Empty Do you know I've learned something That I was created To, to serve God And to serve His people And while I'm busy Serving Him Serving His people Make sure that I'm a whole man. And this is what he said. He
beloved wife her Mother's Day card from me and my son. And we truly, truly want to thank God for her. Amen. Because of all that she does. And and she even does things she doesn't have to do. Yeah. We thank God. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I know there's some mothers on the line. I know there's some mothers on the line, and we just want to personally reach out to you and say thank the Lord for you. And we thank the Lord for you and all that you do. And we're not only saying thank you for what you do for your children, but we're saying thank you for how you do your children in front of us all. Because mothering is also a performance. Amen. And so many times, amen, it's not always the best performance, but it is a performance because to see mothering take place and fathering and parenting, real parenting, is a performance. And guess who's watching all the time? God is. And we pray that to those, amen, who call themselves parents, both mothers and fathers, we pray that God will tell you, well done someday, my good and faithful servant. I like how you stood in the gap for him or stood in the gap for her when no one else would. Well done. Praise God. Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just worship you today, Lord, for all of your goodness, for all of the things that you have bestowed upon us, for all the blessings that you have given us. We thank you, Lord, because we know we have not even begun to unwrap all the great and precious gifts that you have given us. Your word says that the eye has not seen nor ear heard, neither has entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those that love him. We thank you, Lord, for all those things that you have revealed to us and also for those things that you have prepared. Amen. Those things that you have Stand on standby, waiting on us to step up, amen, and become righteous, the righteousness of God, so we can receive the things that you said that you would give all of those who walk uprightly. We thank you, Lord, because you said in your word that you withhold no good thing from them that walk uprightly. And, Father, we're asking right now that you help us to perfect ourselves, help perfect us that we may become uprightly, as the word of God says. So we can receive all the good things that you will not withhold from us when we do. We thank you, Lord, for those blessings right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. What I like about fellowship in the word is is not only the title, but what the title means. Because fellowship in the word gives us all an opportunity to do just that, the fellowship in God's word. People of God, I don't know a more comprehensive, instructional book that tells us how to live and how to live right than the Bible. God will speak to us through his words if we allow our ears to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying unto us, his people, the church. Amen. And I found out that church is not just a place where we go, but church is a life that we live. A lot of people may feel, you know, disappointed because they didn't get to go to church or 
they haven't been to church, but when you get to really understand church, you'll find out, amen, that it's less about where you go and more about how you live. And so we're in church right now, praise the living God, long distance, cross country, around the world, I understand, and what a beautiful place to be in the presence of God. Because we don't come here to do anything. We're not coming here to be entertained. But we come here to worship. That's to bow down and to reverence God and to recognize and to celebrate him through worship. Amen. And we're going to talk about worship some today because it's important that we understand what worship is. Praise God. Hallelujah. So as we go forward, amen, there are all different means of worship, amen. Some, amen, are gifted to help us worship through music. I just love that song you were playing when I first tuned in, the one that just went off, amen, uh, where you said, it's my pleasure, amen. That's a masterpiece. Yeah, that's a masterpiece. If you ask me, I've listened to it so many times. I I have decreed, I have concluded, that's a masterpiece. Because not only does it say so many wonderful things, but it says it so well. And so we worship God, amen, through listening to good music and good selections by anointed songsters, both male and female. We worship God that way. We also worship God, amen, when we all come together and give him praise. Because so many don't realize the goodness of the Lord, because if they did, amen, you would never have to twist anybody's arm to give him praise. All you got to do is look outside your window. And see how everything in this world is situated and is in order and is still standing upright and the storms of life have not blown it down or diminished it or destroyed it to understand the power of God's presence. He's with us always. Amen. If he woke you up this morning, you know he's with you. Brother Lewis, go ahead and take it. Well, I'd like to uh, open up the lines right now for prayer, but before I do that, I I need a prayer for my daughter Natalie. She hit me up very early this morning on Mother's Day with some issues and some problems that she's having, and I'm just saying every other day it's the same thing, and I comfort her and I talk to her and I uh, this morning I, I, I ignored it and I just gave it to God because it started to give me anxiety early Sunday morning, you know, and I, I just I couldn't deal with it today. I felt a little guilty, but I, I gave it to God and asked God to come in and, 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 and help Natalie with her issues. And I'm just going to ask God again to go in and help Natalie with her issues. And then the only one who can intervene right now is you. I've done all I can do. I need you Amen. to go in and help her. And, uh, Hallelujah. That's, that's, what that's God my does. prayer. God specializes in things that we can't do. Yeah. Amen. And so many people stress themselves out trying to do things that they're not even designed to do. I can't do it no more. I can't even try. So what you have to realize, and we all have to realize, is that 
this thing about life that we live, it's about individuals, and it's a people thing because I found out that we all have to make choices. We all have to make decisions on what we want to do and how we want to do them, and there's no way, no how we can get into the mindset of anyone, including our loved ones, especially our loved ones sometimes. We can't get into their minds and make them do it the right way. No more than they could. No more than anyone could get into our minds back in the days. So what has to happen? There has to be a conscious, a conscious awareness of God's presence and God's power in the lives of each and every one of God's people that He has created. They have to know that they know that they know that God is. And he is a rewarder of them. Just like the Bible says, he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. I found out that so many times people are having difficulties simply because they haven't taken the time to seek the Lord. And he's right here with us. He's just waiting on us to dial him up, praise the living God, and give him a call. And we can intercede, but I pray today with you that somehow, some way, that God will get her attention and give her, amen, a desire to seek him personally. Amen. Because that will, that's what will make the difference, because you're not designed to do the impossible, but God is. I think Jesus says it like this. He says, with man it's impossible, but with God all things are possible. Mm-hmm. So he can get right in there on these things, amen, that we can't do. Because he's the most high, praise the living God. We are merely his offspring. And he's the one that created each and every one of us. Even our kids, to those who have children, I'm speaking to the mothers and the fathers. You can't make them do anything. You can only hope and pray. But if you, can, if you do anything, give them a witness and let them see Jesus Christ in your life. So they'll want to taste and see that the Lord is good. Because he is good. Yes, he is. And all they need is a taste. And so many times, amen, they're struggling because they haven't found that solution. But the only solution, like you said, is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. And if we will pray right now that God will help us to lead our children our children's children, to those who are grandparents, our friends, our relationships, to lead them to Jesus Christ. You'll see a difference. Yes, yes. Amen and amen. And amen and amen. Praise God, hallelujah. Will there be be another on this mother's deck? Good morning. Good Good morning. morning. I sound like Marcia this morning. Good morning to you, Marcia. Yes, good morning. Uh, thank you for the Mother's Day uh, prayers and wishes. And um, I'm just thanking God for my um, my two beautiful uh, children, James and Alyssa, and praying for them for all the struggles in their, their young lives. And um, one thing I know is that they, they do believe in God and they are prayerful adults now and um, I just pray that he always 
listens to their prayers and and um and I thank I thank him for for them being faithful people. And I know that whatever troubles they have, they they will always have him on their side. And um yeah, they they're a blessing and uh you know, thank you God. Well we celebrate we celebrate this Mother's Day with you and all the other mothers and we thank you for that testimony about how much of a blessing your children are because sometimes you gotta look beyond to really see the blessings in anybody. Yeah. Amen. You know, and what the adversary does, he's good at doing this. He's so busy trying to present the problems of folk to us that we can't see the blessings. And if yeah. we can't see the blessing of them, yeah, that's, that's true. how will they ever be able to see the blessing if we can't? Right. That's the same way with our lives because the the adversary is always trying to show us what you don't, always trying to show you what you don't have, how bad off you are, Never, never focusing on how well off you are, and what you do have, and what you can do, and what you and what you are doing, but always what's lacking. Amen. But when you know God, you realize, Amen, that there is no lack, Amen, because my God shall supply all of my need applies to the believers, and He'll do just that, no matter what your need is, even if your need is prayer for a loved one, God will supply. Amen. He'll send somebody long distance, praise the living God, to pray for a loved one. Amen. It may not be your job. It may be someone else's job. God may have assigned, he may have appointed and anointed, he may have equipped someone else to come along and pray for our loved ones. We need to seek the Lord, amen, and make sure, amen, that we're not getting in our own way. Amen. I had to say amen to that myself. Praise God. The line is open. We're fellowshipping in God's word. There'll be another. Hallelujah. And you know, if there if there's not another one right now, amen, the line is always open because the beautiful thing about God, amen, his doors are never closed. He doesn't have business hours. Amen, like we're so accustomed to down here on earth. He's open 24-7. He's open eternally. And all we have to do sometimes is, not sometimes, all the time, humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. He said we can come boldly before the throne of grace. It's no such thing as closing time at the throne of grace. He's always there. He's always open. He's always there. Hallelujah. Go with me, if you will, to the book of Isaiah. Chapter 60. And I'm going to begin reading at the first verse. Isaiah 60, verse 1. Will you find it, Sonny? Say amen. amen. All right. And you know, it's Mother's Day today. I don't expect a whole lot of people to be on the line, but I do know one thing for sure, that the Lord is here. 
And he said, where two or three are gathered in my name, he said, there am I in the midst. That's right. I believe we, That's that, right. I believe we qualify for his presence already because I'm already looking at two people, and I've talked to two people, so I know he's in the midst. Amen. And, we got the, and the podcast will reach a bunch of folks also. Hallelujah. I read 60 verse 1. This is what he says. This is a wake-up call. And the reason I say a wake-up call is because we have been eternally blessed by God, but sound asleep in the process without the knowledge of just how blessed we are. In so many cases, we're more blessed than we can even possibly imagine. So the Lord is calling for a wake-up call because he wants you to know and he wants the world to know just who we are as it relates to our Father, the Most High, the Almighty. So Isaiah 60 and 1 says, Arise, shine, for thy light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. I just want to take a little moment and, 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 and take a good look at verse 1 because verse 1 has given us a commandment. Verse 1 is telling us what to do. Verse 1 is the wake-up call. Verse 1, he said, arise. It's time to get up. In other words, you've been down long enough. Who am I talking to? You've been down long enough. You've been the tail and not the head long enough. Amen. You've been beneath and not above long enough. You've been struggling and striving long enough. It's time for you to arise. Amen. How many know weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning? I stopped by to tell somebody that today is your morning. It's time for you to arise. Because God is taking all the shackles, all the difficulties, all the conditions, all the circumstances, all the situations that have kept you down, he's removing them right now because this is wake-up time. And it's time for you to arise and take all those shackles off and all those things that have been hindering you. Those things are over. The Bible says, arise. It's your time now. Arise, church. Arise, people of God. It's our time now. Hallelujah. We watched all kinds of things go on, go, go on around us, and we really haven't received everything that we have coming to us because the conditions in our world have made things so distracting, but that sadly so many people have taken their eyes off of God's Word. And when you take your eyes off of God's Word, you cease to realize just how blessed you are. So he's waking us up from that nightmare lifestyle that so many people have been going through and living in. Amen. They're, they're boys and girls, amen, who have been dealing, amen, with, with, with situations all of their lives, and they've never had the pleasure or the enjoyment of doing what we consider normal things because their conditions have so challenged them that they're not able to enjoy, amen, 
the good things in life. I know for a certainty that that's the case. But it's time to arise because God has loosened all the shackles right now. And this wake-up time, amen. We've been in that dream. We've been in that nightmare for far too long. It's time to wake up. It's time to arise and to shine. What do you mean shine? I mean shine. He said, because your light has come. I like how Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, he says, you are the light of the world. That's right. He also says in John chapter 8 that he is the light of the world. So he's making a connection between what he is and what we are. And sadly, if you don't know what you are, if you don't know who you are, if you don't know how you are, you tend to live a misguided life, to say the least. You're living so far beneath your divine privileges that you have no idea, amen, that you're sitting on a gold mine of blessing, a gold mine of blessing, a treasure chest of power. And God wants you to know, amen, because you are not just some ordinary anybody. You are the light of the world, a city that's set on a hill that can't be hid. And God is using this as a wake-up moment because he's waking church folk up right now because we've been in hiding for too long. And it's time for church folk to come out of hiding because for too long there's not been any real emphasis placed on just who we are and how we are in God. We've always always been kind of regarded as secondary, amen, people who you could take or leave. But the church is not that way. You are the children of the most high God. And the only place for you is on high. Hallelujah. Bible says in Bible says in Matthew five fourteen that you are the light of the world, a city that's set on a hill. If that's not high, I don't know what is. A city that's set on a hill that can't be hid. It's time to come out of hiding. Amen. And sometimes life can do that to you. Sometimes life can mess you up so bad, amen, it'll put you in hiding when really you're supposed to be highlighted. You're supposed to be, amen, spotlighted because God wants his glory to be seen upon you. Isaiah 61 says, Arise, shine, for the light has come. Why? Because the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. That's a commandment, that's an assignment, and that's a privilege, along with being a promise, all in one verse. He's commanding us to wake up. It's time to get up now. I don't care how long you've been in that situation. I don't care how bad it's been. I don't care how much you owe. I don't care how much they took from you. I don't care what they called you. I don't care how they uh, 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 scandalized you. Get up. It's time to arise. For your light has come. Amen. For your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is written upon you. It's time to arise. It's wake-up time. Hallelujah. It's wake-up time. Make no difference how they mistreated you. 
It's time to arise. And God would never tell you to arise unless he was getting ready to give you all kinds of victory. Amen. The rise he's talking about does not mean I want you to arise and remain the way you've been, because as we read the rest of this chapter, you'll see that he's instituting all kinds of changes in our lives when we do what he says do. But none of them, I repeat, none of the things he's promising us and telling us that's going to happen will happen if we don't arise. If we don't wake up, if we don't give up and get away from that pity party that folk have been uh, participating in for all this time, amen. It makes no difference how they mistreated you, amen. A pity party is not the answer. God says a pity party, a finger-pointing party is not the answer. He said, arise. I'm getting ready to set you up. I'm getting ready to put you on a level, amen, that's so high above your conflicts that you won't even recognize and know they're there. I'm getting ready to I'm getting ready to institute a removal that removes you, amen, from all the conflicts that you've been facing and all the difficulties that you've been going through. Arise. Arise means I'm taking you higher than you are. God's desire is to put us on high above all. Deuteronomy twenty eight. Hold Isaiah. Go to Deuteronomy twenty eight. Verse 1, and he tells us clearly how he wants us to be, where he wants us to be. He says it, he says it with no, he doesn't hide it. He says, and it shall come to pass. How many need something, how many need a guarantee from God right now? Amen. Well, I know it's Mother's Day, but you know you do. He says it shall come to pass. That's a guarantee. If it's conditional, because you have to do what I say, it'll come to pass. I'm going to fix it up for you. That's a promise. That's a guarantee. But you have to do what I'm commanding you to do. If thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all the commandments which I command thee this day, we're talking about right now, May the 14th, 2023. If you're willing to give God your all right now today, he'll do away with all that trash that's been plaguing you from your yesterdays. He wants your todays. How many know he's a right now God? We don't serve a yesterday God. We serve a right now God. Man, oh, man, I wish I had some folk on the line that know that we serve a right now God. He's trying to fix your right now. Amen. He said, if you hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all with all the commandments which I command you this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. This 
is what God wants to do. So he's telling you to arise because this is your wake-up call. Going back to Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1, this is your wake-up call. This is your wake-up moment. It's time to get up. It's time to get out of that muck and that mire. It's time to get out of that pit. It's time to get out of that trash. It's time, it's time to get out of that destitution and destruction. It's time to rise. It's time to come up, amen. God wants to set you on high above all. That's what my Bible said. But the only way it can happen is if you arise. If you don't arise, I can't do it. But if you arise, I'll do it. So you have to hearken diligently. We have to learn to do everything God says. When God sends the, the voice, his voice through the mouth of a prophet, which is what the preacher is, we have to listen and we have to we have to listen with the with the belief that it's God speaking through that man or through that woman, through that voice, whoever it is. If the Holy Spirit is leading you, God's word right now is in a position to make you free. What God is saying on this Mother's Day is that if you arise and shine, amen, I'm going to set you up. I want you to arise, shine. Arise means I want you to be on high. I'm tired of you being down in the muck and the mire. It's time for you to come up and come out of hiding. It's time to let the world know that i got some children in this place. God wants the world to know he's got some offspring. And all we have to do is arise, shine. So I'm going back and forth from Deuteronomy 28 to Isaiah 60, but they both talking about, they both make reference to being on high. Deuteronomy 28, God clearly says, the Bible clearly says that God will set you on high above all nations. That's where God wants us to be. He wants us to be high above all. He doesn't want us to be mired down by the mess that's going on in life. Amen. That's not our position, that's not our problem, and that's not our place. He wants us to be, amen, on high, above it all. So we have to arise. Isaiah 60, verse 1, shine, for our light has come. Shining means something more than just uh, 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 this what people think. Shining means, amen, first of all, you can arise, but you can't shine unless you got some power. Amen. I, you, you know, my lights, my lamps that I'm looking at, they can't shine without power. They have to be plugged into a power source. And then when I turn them on at the switch, they can shine. But they can't shine without being connected to the power. And so God is trying to connect us to the power, which is him. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. There's the power right there. Let God arise on you. He also says in Deuteronomy 28 that when you when he sets you on high above all the nations of the earth, he goes on and says that all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. I want to tell somebody, amen, that in spite of what it may look like, God wants you to be blessed beyond measure. 
good God Amen. Almighty. Amen. Amen. I take that. God Almighty. God wants you to be blessed beyond measure. I mean, there's no, there's no, you can't even measure the kind of blessing God wants you to have. It's no, it's, it's not the kind of thing that you can add up or use a calculator or some other means of, 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 of counting and measuring and figuring. There is no way, there is no device created that can give us some total to how much God wants to bless us. He says that God is able to do exceeding abundantly. Good God Almighty. Above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. Ephesians 3.20. You got to get in the Word. You got to get in the Word. You got to study God's Word. You got to check the books. You check your financial books. You got to check God's books. You got treasure in the Word. And occasionally you have to check the books. I'd say do it regularly. Because the more you check the books, I'm talking about all 66 books of the Bible. The more you check the books, the more you see, the more, the more you see just how blessed and prosperous and protected you are. Check the books. Because God wants you to know, amen, that you are so blessed. And he says, and all these blessings will come on you and overtake you. Now, listen, you know it must be a powerful, powerful blessing to come upon you and overtake you. Amen. I mean, he's talking about blessing you to such an extent that you couldn't run away from him if you tried. The blessings will be coming after you. The blessings will come upon you and overtake you. That means they'll outrun you. That means they'll catch up with you. The blessings. Of God. Proverbs says, the blessing of God maketh it rich and adds no sorrow with it. How many know God wants to make you rich and take away all your sorrows? Too long, too long we have been misidentifying, amen, God's purpose in our lives with what mankind has told us or the things we see on the news or on TV. Don't let fear keep you out of your inheritance because that's the devil's job. God is doing another job. He's trying to build up your faith, amen, so you can walk by faith and not by sight. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make a suggestion to you, and I'm going to do it by faith. Turn the television off sometimes. (laughs) Yes. Amen. And, and, And allow God to lead you. Allow him to direct you. The Bible says if you acknowledge him in all your ways, Proverbs 3 and verse 5, if we acknowledge him in all of our ways, he will direct our path. He will, yes. And and that's what we need. We need direction. We need God's direction. You'd be surprised how much God wants to talk to you about. You'd be surprised how much God wants to show you if you simply just take that remote and turn it off. Turn it off. And I assure you. If God wants you to look at something, he'll tell you to turn it back on. Not only will he tell you, he'll tell you where to put it. He knows everything that's going into your ear gates is not fruitful. He knows everything that's going into your ear gates and and, and planting seeds in your mind is not fruitful. 
He wants you to be fruitful and increase. He wants you to be wealthy. He does not want you to be impoverished. He doesn't even want impoverished thoughts to go into your mind. All God wants for you is to be blessed. People say, well, I thought, you know, quit trying to think. That's the problem. He said, lean not into your own understanding. Quit trying to think using your own understanding. Matthew, I mean, I'm sorry, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16. It tells us that we have the mind of Christ. Start, stop leaning to your own understanding and start using the mind of Christ. Amen. Can you imagine somebody, listen, can you imagine somebody is out uh, in the forest trying to, trying to light a campfire? And, and they're trying to rub two sticks together to make to make a spark so they can start the fire, and they're doing it in vain because they're doing it incessantly, but it doesn't seem to be producing anything. But they got two big lighters in their pocket. <laughs> good one, good one. That's the way. That's the way. That's the way the devil is trying to is, is trying to control our lives. He wants us to live, Amen, the remote way. But we got all the real ways to get things done in the Word. And when we find out what we have and begin to use what we have, we'll find out in life we don't have to rub two sticks together no more. Isn't it time for a new beginning, church? Isn't it time for us to come to the realization that the God we serve loves us because we are his children and he's the God of all things, and he wants us to be his children with all things. He's the most high God, and he wants to set us on high above all, just like he is. He doesn't want us estranged from him. He doesn't want us socially distanced, spiritually distanced from him. He wants us to be where he is. Don't you want your children to be where you are? Amen. Oh, yes. You're eating oh, good. Yes. You have a roof yes. over your head. You have clothes on your back. You have transportation and all the necessary things. Don't you want your children to live the same way? Yes, I do. Then if we being mere people want that, how much more then will God want it for us? So what we have to do is we have to we have to bring people to the realization first ourselves that the God we serve is able to do, like Ephesians 3 and 20 says, exceeding abundantly, not just abundantly, that would be a blessing enough, but it says exceeding abundantly, now that's some abundance, he's able to do exceeding abundantly, above all that we could ask or think, I stopped for a minute one day when I was reading that, and I tried to get a picture of that, and what it's really showing me is that there is no part of my imagination that I can use to even qualify me to understand just how much God wants to do for me. Exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think. You couldn't ask God for enough blessing compared to what he wants to do for you already. You can't even think it. You can't even comprehend the kind of things God wants to do do for you, the kind of things that God has prepared for those that love him. 
Why don't we Why don't we turn things off for a while? And I say turn them off, and I'm not trying to make anyone become antisocial. I just want you to become, amen, particularly in tune with God. Try it. Try it. Try it like a fasting period. And see how close you can get to God and how much he's willing to share with you, amen, when you embrace him like you should. This is Mother's Day. But I would love to see Mother's Day become Father's Day if we can lead people to return to God Almighty. Praise God, hallelujah. And I don't think there's a mother on earth, amen, who would deny that that would be the greatest miracle of all. Come to Jesus. I'm closing. Okay. On this Mother's Day here in the United States of America and the world, you know, there's mothers of all different types of mothers. You've got foster mothers. You've got aunties that play mothers. You've got fathers that are mothers and fathers, you know. And uh, without mothers, there would be none of us. None of us would be here without mothers. So I want to take my time out to thank all the mothers that's been in my life. And uh, especially my mother, Betty Jane, Jean Lewis, who's no longer with us, that put up with all of the stuff that I did, all of the running up and down Laverne Avenue, all the crazy stuff that I did after Laverne Avenue, uh, and the Pasadena, sticking by my side. And, it, it, and it was, you know, it was, I would have given up a long time ago. But that's a mother for you, a real mother for you. That mother would take care of you while she's here and when she's not here. So is anyone who has anything else they would like to say before we sign out on this Mother's Day? We appreciate you, Pastor Cooper, for coming in on this Mother's Day. I know the churches are filled this morning. <laughs> yes, I indeed. do. Say, go right ahead. Um, I want to thank God for the gift of the mother that He gave me. Uh, she was a, a beautiful, beautiful person and uh, a God-fearing woman and um, raised the four of us with so much so much love and, and understanding and the just amount of discipline that we all needed. And um, thank you, God, for my beautiful mother, and God rest her soul. Amen and amen. I, I thank God for mine also, and, 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 I, and I actually had the pleasure of speaking with mine on yesterday. Amen. All right. And I thank God for that, and we talked for a good long time. She called, and, and, and you know, rather than calling to ask for me, I'm the, I'm her oldest son, but she instead she simply said, uh, I, I, I want to speak to your wife. She asked me to speak to Rosie, and she called to get Rosie a happy Mother's Day. That's the kind of mother that she is. She was not looking for any praise for herself. She wanted to share her Mother's Day blessings with uh, my son's mother, Amen. my wife. 
and we thank the Lord. And I want to take some time and, and give a special Mother's Day shout-out to uh, my mother and all the other mothers, the aunts, and all the ones that God has still uh, preserved for me in the earth. I haven't seen you in quite some time, but, I mean, keep in mind and know, amen, that you've been in my prayers, and we thank the Lord for you. And I also want to celebrate my own, the mother of this house, uh, is my wife and all the things that she does for us and and for my son and how she does she goes she goes beyond she does exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think and so we thank God for her as well and when you really think about Mother's Day there's a whole lot of folks you can congratulate if you want to the list just goes on and on but we're so thankful amen to be amen able to include those, amen, that we know and love, and we give God some praise and some glory. I'm talking to my sisters also. i got some sisters that are mothers, and happy Mother's Day to you, sisters. Praise the living God. Hallelujah. We've been blessed. If you hear this on podcast, we've been blessed, and y'all know it. So we need to give God praise. Amen. Man, you know, I I, um, I have a question right here, and this is a question not for you, Pastor Cooper, but just to anybody who's out there listening. Easter and Mother's Day are some of the most cr- days, the crowdedest days, fulfilled days at church and at the churches that I, I would attend. I know when I was coming out of my crack addiction, I was going to Refuge Christian Center. And that's when I started to realize that. And, you know, on Mother's Day and on Easter, the outfits, the hats, you know, something you wouldn't see on a regular day. And it was like sort of a festive type of atmosphere at the churches I was attending at the time. But at Easter and Mother's Day, not Father's Day, (laughs) but Mother's Day. Amen. There's a there's a there's a sentimental emotional attachment to both of those days, uh, and so especially when it comes to Mother's Days, people want to go and honor their mothers, which is a good thing. And Easter, everyone wants to come around Easter because even if people are not fully aware of what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross, and not only on the cross but how He died and rose again on Easter Day. People still, amen, have a, they give it a lot of attention. It's a wonderful day to celebrate, and Mother's yes. Day is another one. Like you said, Father's Day, you know, who knows, maybe this year they'll, they'll celebrate Father's Day in the same <laughs> manner. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> because because if, if, if there's anyone who needs celebration, is father than mother. Jesus said, honor your mother and your father. Right. But we have to do yes. that, amen. Fathers get a bad rap sometimes. Yeah. Amen. Yes. And oftentimes they give themselves a bad rap. And, and yes, they do. Yes, they do. And, and, but the truth about the matter is, amen, you, you, say, you, you say we need mothers because, you know, you can't, you, you wouldn't even be here if it wouldn't be for mothers. Well, the thing about it, mothers didn't do this thing by themselves, and so they need you need some father action too. But what no, we do have, 
Go ahead. What we do have, what we do have, what we do have is a heavenly Father who has who has so loved us that He gave His only begotten Son to show us how we can live in Him yeah. and how blessed we are in Him. He gave us His all so we could be His all. He gave us His all so we could have it all. He came to teach us how to have it all. Amen. Without all having us. You know, I look at at, at growing up and listening to uh, top soul music on the radio growing up, and uh, there was a lot of songs about mamas. You know, I'll always love my mama and this song, you know. And I think there was only one song about fathers, and that was Papa Was a Rolling Stone. But there was a lot of songs, and to this day, you know, and, 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 and there's a lot of songs about mothers. And, uh, you know, I, I look at it as, you know, a lot of us were not fortunate enough to have fathers in the home, such as myself. And mother, was, mama was it, you know. And, and that's true in a lot of households. So, you know, you tend oh, to lean on mama, and mama is everything, you know. You got grown men who get who getting in trouble in, in court and you know, getting beat up or whatever, and they all in mama, you know, and, and, and God and Jesus, Jesus and mama, you know. Absolutely. So. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, those are good observations, brother. And I pray yeah. that someone is blessed because a lot of people, like you said, they didn't have the pleasure of having both mother and father. So this Mother's Day uh, and all the other Mother's Days have been real significant for that reason. And so we just want yeah, to take some time and again celebrate all the mothers right now and let them know, amen, may God be with you. Yes, indeed. And like I said, and this is what Morgan says, it's my pleasure. See you next week. I stayed on you, seeking your face. I need you to show me what to do. I never know who's going to me. I want to give them the missing piece. Lord, help me show them you. It's my pleasure. Walking heaven, heaven. I never know what you're gonna do There's something new in every day Nothing really left for me to say It's my pleasure Taking my time Setting my pace I know what it takes to win this race So I don't wanna miss your smiling face
Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.